welcome everybody this morning. We uh, appreciate, as always, just being in the Lord's house again. We appreciate our children. And, um, we'll have a lot on our heart this morning, but just looking forward to a good day. And let's uh, just pray for our Sunday school classes and our services today. And just uh, pray that everybody does everything the Lord gives them today. Uh, I've heard that mentioned a couple times through the years that uh, people like to be in a service where everybody does everything the Lord give them, and I feel like I've been in some that's been pretty close to that, but uh, it'd, be, it'd be great if we'd have one of them services this morning, so uh, we don't have nothing else. I'm going to ask Brother Sean to dismiss us to Sunday school. It's, it's great, a blessing to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, seemed like ever, I, I, I tell my wife this morning, it's, it's a wonder how God's blessed us. Yeah. And, uh, and that don't mean, that don't mean there ain't been some trouble here and there. We've had People die and different things. Everybody has those things. And, and that hurts you when it happens. But when they're ready to go to heaven, it, it's a joy also. And, uh, but God's been good to us. And it and seems like I get on this about every week. He's been good to this church. He's he's blessed us beyond measure, and uh, and I know for a fact 
that God wants to bless us individually and us as a church. And uh, if, if God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that goes back to last week's lesson. How much, how much more will your heavenly father give to you the things you need if, if you know how to give your children good gifts? How much more the Holy Heavenly Father give you good, the good things? And uh, so we just got to be in the place where we can receive them. Our lesson this morning is in the fifth chapter of the book of Amos. And it starts at the 18th verse. <clears throat> and I've, I've heard this, some of this preached on before, but it's been a long time and I don't even remember exactly how they preached it. I just remember preaching it. But <clears throat> uh, that first verse, Amos said, Whoa. now, Amos said, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. And the Jews, and they're not the only ones. There's a lot of people that uh, say they're Christians that are looking for Jesus yet to come and, and set up a kingdom here on earth. And the Jews, some of the Jews, not all of them, but some of the Jews have been looking for that ever since they were a nation. And... Uh, but now, you can, in Jesus' day, they, some of the Jews told him, said, we be Abraham's children. We was never in bondage to anybody. And right at that time, the Jews was ruling over them, or the, the Romans were ruling, ruling over the Jews. And uh, the, I don't know that they were being in slavery or anything, but they had somebody else ruling over them. Anyway, uh, but he said, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. They was, they was looking for the Messiah to come and take care of all their problems from a natural standpoint. Get rid of all their enemies. And uh, which <clears throat> uh, Jesus come in, the, in, in just the right time and paid the debt. But the day of the Lord, and, and I thought about this, the day of the Lord for me was when I first absolutely knew that there was a God. And that's when, that's when the preacher stood up here and by the power of the Holy Spirit delivered the gospel to me, God sent it my way. And Paul said, I was alive without the law. The commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And uh, so that Sunday morning in 1956, uh, down on the inside, I died. My soul was dead in trespasses and sin and uh, going to hell. And that was a day of great darkness. Just like he's talking about here, it, the day of the Lord is darkness and not light. And God, 
They were looking for Jesus to come and everything be real great. And if you get saved by the grace of God, I guarantee it can be real great in your life. It won't always be smooth sailing. Like I said, man born woman's few days and full of trouble. We're going to have our problems while we live here. But everything, if, if you stay close to God, or if I stay close to God, where I ought to be, God will bless us in spite of our troubles, or even in our troubles. I couldn't tell you, I, I, I talk about my experiences a lot, but I couldn't tell you how many times I've had things going on in my life and, and, and God come along and, and lift me up and, and help me through them. And I've told this before, but one that stands out to me just the most recent probably, when my mom was in the nursing home, she she got to a place where she wouldn't eat. And uh, I'd go, I went down every day and I'd try to feed her. And she, I could get her to eat a bite or two maybe. But I was coming home from down there one day and uh, kind of down. And I, the song they sung in the choir, they sung it last Sunday, I believe, the first song they sung. I, I love the Lord deep down in my heart. That song started going through my mind. And, uh, and, and, and he come along and blessed me and lifted me up. And, and the trouble didn't leave. But he helped me. He helped me to get through it. And I know every one of you here has experienced some of the same things. God, God is good to us if we'll let Him be. But you, if I'd have been walking at, at that time, if I'd have been off at a distance from God, where would my help have been? So if we, if we, if we can stay close to God, if we're saved by the grace of God and we can stay close to God, He's got everything we need. The Bible said He'd given us all things that pertain unto life. He's given us everything we need. That's, that's the spiritual side of the thing. And I believe He'll, I believe He'll take care of us naturally. But now, it ain't always the way we think it ought to be. I'm sure when Lazarus was laying at the rich man's gate, and I don't know all the circumstances of his life, but I'm sure when he was laying there, he said, Oh, Lord, what's this happening to me for? Why am I in this kind of shape? He was begging. He had sores all over him. But he was saved by the grace of God. And I'm sure he was... He was probably saying, Lord, why me? But when he went, when he, when the angels carried him home and, and the rich man was saying, Lord, send Lazarus down here to dip his finger in water, he knew why he was there. I believe Lazarus, God put Lazarus in the shape he was in so that he would be a, a witness to that rich man. He would have never come in contact with him otherwise. There's no way he would have been begging at the rich man's gate if he was able to get out and earn a living and 
so on. You know what I mean? And uh, so, and sometimes, sometimes God gives people cancer or different things and puts them in the hospital just so they can be a witness to somebody in the hospital or a witness to some of their family. So uh, sometimes things happen for a purpose, and sometimes we bring things on ourselves. But uh said, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. They, they, was, they was hollering for, God, for the Messiah to come, and, but what they was wanting, they was wanting delivered from their enemies. Well, they, we had one, one great enemy, and we've got a lot of enemies, but one great one. And we were ever one, if we'd been saved by the grace of God, every one of us was lost. If, you, if, you, if you're not lost, you can't get saved. And uh, so God has to let you know the commandment has to come, sin revive, and us die before we can get saved. Then, then God speak peace to our soul. And but what? Right at the time that He speaks to us, it's it's darkness. It's a problem. That I, I've said a hun, hundreds of times when I tell my experience about the day I got saved. But right before I got saved was the worst day of my life. I was scared to death. I knew I was going to hell. But just as soon, just as soon as I stepped out and headed headed for for the altar, coming to Jesus, that fear left me. All the, all that problem left. He put he put his joy down in here, joy. And I was thinking this morning that I heard a fellow say on 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 television, said you can't go by feelings. But now the morning I got saved, I had joy on speak. I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you about it. I couldn't tell you. I still can't tell you how it feels. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. When God, when God comes along and fills your cup up and runs it over, it's the greatest thing in this side of heaven. And it's just, I believe, that's just a little taste of what heaven's going to be like. All the time. Now it's just intermittent. We get a blessing here and there, and and uh, uh, but now I throw this in for what it's worth, and it's worth a whole lot. If one of the greatest blessings, and I might have said this last week, one of them lessons last week or two, but one of the one of the greatest blessings that God's given us is the opportunity and the privilege to talk to him. When we have a we have a problem and, and I said we all gonna have problems. We can we can get down on our knees or, or if we're driving in a car or wh- whatever we're doing, we can humble our heart and, and and ask God for his help. And if you ask right out of your heart, I'll guarantee you 
And God's word guarantees he will be there. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll go with you all the way, even at the end of the world. And I, I believe when, when the end of this carcass here you're looking at, when it, when it falls over and God, God delivers my soul, the angels come and get me. And I don't, I don't understand all about that. I just know it's going to happen. Then my trouble will be over in this thing. And my soul, whether anybody believes it or not, my soul's not had any trouble since that Sunday morning in 1956. Cause he sealed it by the Holy Spirit of promise till the day of redemption. It's in the kingdom. And Satan can't get it. Satan never has been in God's kingdom. The closest he gets to God's kingdom is when he comes to church with me every Sunday. But he ain't never been back down in here. He's going to and fro in this carcass you look at, seeking whom he may devour. Going up and down in the earth. That's this thing. He's trying to get me to mess up so I'll hurt somebody's chances of getting saved. Same thing as a, as a whole, as a church. Satan would love nothing better than to tear this church all to pieces. God's blessed us beyond measure. And, uh, but woe to you that desire the day of the Lord. It's, it's a day of darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. And I thought, now this, this probably got a different, different meaning, but I thought about this. When the morning, the morning God called me, told me I was lost, I was standing, holding onto the bench, and I had no intentions of moving. I was keeping my face straight and looking the preacher right in the eye. I didn't want him to know that I, that that was me he was talking to, but evidently, God, God knew where it was going. And preacher Ash was a big, tall, slim guy. I don't know, maybe everybody didn't know him, but his finger looked like it was about a foot long. And he's, he'd do that this way when he was preaching sometimes. And it seemed like he was pointing right at me every time. But it was God that was doing the pointing. And uh, so, and I thought on that day, the lion of the tribe of Judah was after me. And this is just a thought. Now, this probably goes some different ways, but the lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, that's Jesus, was after me, and I was running. I didn't want nobody to know. Pride goeth before a fall. So if I'd have stayed where I was at and let my pride get in the way, hell would have been my destination if I'd have never got saved. And uh, so... The lion, the lion, Jesus was after me, and I, I was trying to run. Had I kept on doing that, 
Then there'd have been the bear and the serpent, the old serpent that was in the garden with Adam and Eve. And you let, you put you, you go into his house, you go you you get bit. And that's death. So and, and if anybody else got another opinion on that, I I know I know Terry's preached that a little bit. And preached it diff- maybe a little different than that, but but God will reach out to every man. The Bible said, "The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men." God had that set before the foundation of the world. And these people that were saying uh, they were desiring the day of the Lord, uh, if they if they'd have been looking at it right. If he'd have went to the Lord's house and and followed the Spirit, followed God, they could have they could have got saved. And everybody, uh, you got a lot of people right now that say people didn't get saved till after Jesus come. Where where'd all them people go then if they didn't get saved? If Abraham wasn't saved, he didn't go to heaven. If he didn't have the Spirit, he didn't go to heaven. The Bible said, He that hath not the Spirit of Christ is none of his. So God's church, God's people that are saved by His grace, every one of them, from Adam, and I believe Adam got saved, from Adam all the way down to the last man that gets saved will will be plumb full of the Spirit of God. Every one of us gets the same gift, and God's no respecter of persons. Jesus come in the fullness of time, and the, the prophet Zechariah said, There was a fountain opened in Jerusalem, and part flowed to the former sea, and part to the hinder sea. The blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. That goes back to Adam and down to the end. And uh, so God, God fixed it. Those people there could have, that were saying that could have got saved. But they were looking for the natural side of the thing. And, and a lot of people doing that today. Looking at everything from a natural standpoint. I heard, I heard a guy on TV one time, supposed to be a preacher, he was telling them, you, you send us your money and God will, God will bless you fourfold. He'll fill your bank account up, more or less what he was saying. And, and uh, you'll have more than you ever had. Now, the, God, God didn't promise me that. He didn't promise me I'd be rich in, in this world. Now, he told me he told me to go to work and earn a living if I was able, and he's he blessed me to do that, and he provided. God has to provide everything. He provides the places we work and the ability for us to go to work and do that, and he requires us to do that if we're able. Uh, but. God gives the increase. If He wants you to be rich, you'll be rich. 
And if he wants you to be like Lazarus, you'll be like Lazarus. But if you've been saved by the grace of God, you will have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Even in the midst of your poverty or whatever you have, I've known, I've known people that some of the closest people I've ever known to the Lord didn't, didn't seem like they had two pennies to rub together. But they had a lot of joy. And when they, when they spoke about the Lord, you could feel it. And uh, God knows what it takes to keep us where we can do our job. If, if we didn't have any trouble, if everything went just as smooth as some of these preachers on TV claim it's going to, if everything went that smooth, how, how many times a day would I pray? Or how many times a week? Or would I even bother to come to church? But God sends us, or allows, He allows us to have problems in our life so that we'll have something to, to pray about. He allows us to have burdens for our lost people if, if we're walking close enough to Him. He allows us to have burdens for them so that we'll have something that we need to pray for. And speaking about that, I couldn't tell you how many people there is coming to church here right now that I've got a burden for. And some of them I've had it ever since I've probably in my 20s or so on. And uh, and far, to my knowledge, God's not answered that prayer yet. He's still letting me pray for them. And uh, I kind of, I guess you'd say, fantasize about seeing them get saved. I'd, I'd like to see the meeting where every one of them got saved. We've had a few meetings like that in this church. One night, one one night, I don't know if it was a revival, I think a revival, they were 17 got saved. That's a hallelujah meeting. Anyway, so if if the lion if the lion calls you, don't don't run into the mouth of the bear and get bit by the serpent. Anybody got a comment? So it, the day of the Lord will be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it. When God called me, they were all the light left. There was light in my soul before that, but the light all left. I was in darkness, total darkness. But when I come to Jesus, the day star rose in my life. And I stepped into a new day, and I'm in that day now. That's that day never ends. It it don't it the sun don't set down in here. I, my soul went into an eternal day, and one of these days, one of these days, he's going to raise this thing incorruptible. He's going to leave the sin in the grave. I don't I don't understand all about it, but we'll be raised in his likeness. So we'll be just like the Lord. 
And then, it, then this thing, this, this body here, the changes that God makes in it, it'll be able to go into God's eternity and live forever. <clears throat> I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. They were going through the motions. And if we're not careful, now I'm talking about Lima Missionary Baptist Church now, if we're not careful, sometimes we come here and go through the motions. We'll, we'll, somebody will open up and choir sing and, and, uh, three or four songs, whatever, and we'll come up to the altar and get down on our knees and make a little noise. And sometimes it don't go anywhere. I'm talking about me now. These times I get down here and try to pray and, and don't get a hold of nothing. So where am I at when that happens? Where's my heart at? It's not where God wants it. I can't, I can't say, I can't blame Terry or Bill if I can't pray. And I don't care if, if everybody, if everybody in this church is mad at me for some reason or other, I can't say, Lord, they're mad at me so I can't pray. There ought to be enough of the grace of God down in my soul if, if, if I had a falling out with somebody that I could humble my heart and get over that. Get rid of it. And still talk to God. Worship God. It's uh, God's, God's laid down. I, I heard somebody a while back saying that somebody told them they didn't like the rules we had in this church. Uh, I've heard that a few times. And uh we can't help that God made the rules. And if we don't go by them, if we, if we bid people God's speed, the Bible said we were partakers of their evil deeds. So the church needs to stand on God's principles and try to keep the church just as clean as, as we possibly can. And what we can't do, God will take care of. I hate, I despise your feast days. They were going through the motions. There's a scripture. And this. There's a scripture in. Uh, well, let me read. There's a scripture in Zephaniah. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but. I wanted to read for sure uh, about the day of the Lord. In the, in the first chapter of Zephaniah, the 14th verse, he said, The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hasteth greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. The day, the day is a day of wrath. A day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. And that's, that's 
all we talked about really about it. It's, it's when God tells you you're lost. It's, it's, it's desolate. Your house is left unto you desolate then. But you've got your opportunity right at that time to take advantage of the greatest thing that's ever been known to man. And that's God's salvation by the grace of God. And then in Jeremiah, and this is talking about people going to the house of God and going through the motions. In the seventh chapter of the book of Jeremiah, the ninth verse, he said, Will you steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and burn incense unto Baal, and walk after other gods whom you know not, and come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered to do all these abominations. Is this house which is called by my name become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, saith the Lord. But go ye now unto my place which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did for it for the wickedness of my people Israel. These people in Judah were, were going to the house of God, and they were doing all kinds of evil deeds, but they're still going to the house of God and and putting it, bringing it down to our time, still singing, oh, how I love Jesus. And if I love Jesus, I'm not going to be living like a devil. I mean, we, we all, we all get wrong sometimes. Don't get, don't take me wrong. I'm, I've been wrong a lot of times. We can all, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But I never could, I don't know how everybody else is, but I never could get away from God and stay there. Maybe a, a week or two at a time or something, just short periods of time. And I had to get, I had to get away from that. I, it, I was scared to death. I was afraid to drive my car. I knew God was going to get me. And he did. He didn't break my neck, and I, I didn't have a car wreck, and none of those things didn't happen. But he was here telling me the fear was there. I knew that God could take care of me any time he wanted to, and he still can. I'm his. I was his before I ever got saved by right of creation. So my... my my bounds were set. One of these days, one of these days, this carcass is going to die. And just because I'm saved ain't going to keep me from dying. May not keep me from suffering real bad. I don't, I don't know how, how that's going to happen. Don't really matter much. What matters is be you therefore ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. And if we're ready to go, when that time comes, it'll just be, it won't even be a memory when I get over on the other side. Because I don't believe, I don't believe I'll remember anything from the natural side of this life. Now, I, I believe, I, I, we, we could argue about this all day maybe, but I believe when I get over to heaven, 
I can tell everybody about the day I got saved. The things that the things that are done in the spirit are eternal. They're done in the kingdom. So anyway, that's just one of my thoughts, but it's a good one. So I hate I despise he just God don't like it when we're going through the motions. Or when we if 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 we just don't do our job right. If God's give, give us a job to do and we we kind of hedge on it and don't do it right or think, well, it needs to be done a little bit this way and a little bit that way. and uh, It ain't up to me to say how, how things are supposed to go. This is, this is God's Word and He's the interpreter. And all we can do is just give you what He, what he gives us and what we know and there's a lot that we don't know. But anybody got anything? So he said, I'll not, I'll not smell in your solemn sound. I'll, need, I'll not even show up. That's what he's saying. If you're just going through the motions, I'll not show up. I heard a fellow say, and this has been... This has been few years back but I heard a fellow say I wonder what's wrong with the church it ain't like it used to be they ain't as much shouting as they used to be uh, when we get in a situation like that if I get to thinking like that I need to go home and look in the mirror and I'll see exactly what's wrong if I'm not feeling like shouting if I ain't feeling like if I'm not getting my blessings this is the this is the guy
religion now, don't you? I said, yeah, I got religion I'm proud of. And you're not supposed to be proud of. Proud I'm saved. I'm proud I go to a church that believes in getting saved. Hey, I love this church. Right. And this, you was talking about <clears throat> the the front bench, the guys sitting on the front bench. We got a a disc. Now it's got a thing on there with Donnie preaching, I think. And uh, he said the the faces on this front bench has changed over the years, and it has. I remember when I got saved. And and none of those people ain't here no more. Naturally. But I said last week, I believe, they're still as much a part of this church as they've ever been. Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. Yea, henceforth saith the Spirit that they do rest from their labors and their works do follow them. So they still got works going on right here. And... uh one of these days, people will be looking back at us and hopefully saying the same thing. Well, I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> The Lord's been good to us here. I started out that way, and and I'm not going to get all the way through through this lesson today. But uh, God's been good to us in the past, and He's good to us now. And will and and it's His desire to be good to us in the future. But He's left a lot of that up to me and you. And I said it a while ago, when I'm not getting my blessings, I look in the mirror, it's, that's the guy that's at fault. Yep. And uh, so if, if church, if church ain't, ain't as high as you think it ought to be, get your heart right. Yeah, we can do that 
one person at a time. If I get my heart right, I got to quit. If I get my heart right where God wants it, God will bless me in spite of everybody else. He made, he made Zechariah promise in the first chapter, and Terry read this last two or three weeks ago. He made Jeremiah promise and when he called him. And he said, I'm going to go with you, and you're going, to, you're going to speak the words I give you, and go where I send you, and I'm going with you. I'll take care of fear not their faces. I'll, I'm with you. You go over in the 20th chapter, and he said, I, I can't quote it, but he said, more or less, he said, I, I said, I'm not going to speak anymore in his name. I've become a life and stock. I'm not speaking anymore in his name. 